Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's the best day of the week with the best sports team in the land. Bit of a changed lineup today. We brought in a guy with an entire stadium that is named after him today. His name is Simba Fupa Jena. He'll be joining us on the show along with, of course... Right up top, our gunman, Alois Bunjira. My name is Chris Midzi. And on the touchline, instructing us, making sure we do our jobs, is Sean Tafirenyika. We're going to start off on the home front today. Chevron star all-rounder Sikandar Raza says, Yesterday's sensational one-run win over Pakistan at the ICC T20 World Cup was the greatest victory he's ever been a part of as Zimbabwe stunned the Asian Giants. In the Castellaga Premier Soccer League, Harare Giants Dynamos face mounting pressure as they seek to end a five-year winless jinx against traditional rivals Highlanders in a match set for the National Sports Stadium on Sunday. And then we'll take you around the world in 60. We'll have updates from Mexico, the United States and New Zealand. And after that, it's time for our play of the day. And as usual, it'll be the turn of the beautiful game. Kickoff will be in Muzanzi, where Keza Chiefs head coach Atazwane has urged his players to avoid listening to the outside noise and to focus on the game ahead of the Soweto derby tomorrow. In England, Manchester United have started to hit serious form under Eric Ten Hag. And we'll be looking, and we'll be looking to carry that momentum into Sunday's latest Premier League matchup against West Ham. And then in Spain, Xavi Hernandez and Gennaro Gattuso were World Cup-winning midfielders with differing styles in their playing days. But as coaches, they also have different styles. So Barcelona and Valencia meet in La Liga this weekend in similarly uncomfortable situations. Hi guys, this is Kadaraza, Zimbabwe cricket all-rounder, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. It's a two-way street right here on ZFM Sports. Send us your message on 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. I am going to be reading your messages today, and I'm going to make sure I read every single one of them. Also, if you're on social media, at ZFM Sport. And if you happen to miss the show, not to worry. The show is always available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. We're going to get into our local news, starting off, of course, with that brilliant news coming out of cricket. But before that, let's get into your local sports news roundup with Sean. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. 
All right, let's start with basketball. With the Secretary General of the Bulawayo Basketball Association, Francis Dube, says it is all systems go ahead of the inaugural edition of the Kanyisile Basketball Tournament, which gets underway tomorrow. So the competition is being organized by Big Five Events and is meant to fundraise for the renovation of Kanyisile Sports Center outside court. In athletics news, Zimbabwe's top runners will use the Binga Kasambambezi Marathon as part of their preparations for the international qualifying qualifying events that include next year's World Athletics Championships set for Budapest in Hungary. A star-studded lineup headlines the 42-kilometer race, which is on in Binga tomorrow morning. Finally, bodybuilding news. Seven times in a row, champion Mr. Blauer, your bodybuilding winner, love Mo Munyama. He's eyeing to make it eight wins in the prestigious competition, which will be held at Blauer Theatre on Saturday. Munyama has been enjoying an impressive run, but this year's event will, however, be different from the previous editions as it will be open to all Zimbabwean bodybuilders even if they are not from Bulawayo gym. So that looks like it could be fun and apparently it's a sport. Which <laughs> not is no, for Alois. No <laughs> the Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Gather round, Team Zimbabwe. It's time for a round of applause. I'm literally going to make everyone in the studio do this. For the Chevrons. Well done to the Chevrons. Absolutely brilliant win. I've got a message here that says... High unpatriotic sportscasters. <laughs> so the Chevrons won. What say you? It's a brilliant win. I know. Somebody even <laughs> sent 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 a message direct to my inbox, and so I, we we heard you. You said you, you didn't give uh, the Chevrons a chance. Yeah, but that, that was not like we are not patriotic. We were making predictions. Wait, guys, I've got something for you guys. Uh-huh. Here's Evans. Absolutely brilliant performance from the Chevrons and star all-rounder Sikander Raza says yesterday's sensational one-run win over Pakistan at the ICC T20 World Cup was the greatest victory he's ever been a part of as Zimbabwe stunned the Asian Giants. Zimbabwe were restricted to 130 for eight after electing to bat first, but their bowlers, led by Pakistan-born Raza, choked Pakistan to 129 for eight for a memorable win in a Super 12 thriller in Perth. Let's hear from Sikander Raza. Yeah, um, I I think um, since I've been part of Zimbabwe cricket, I would rate that the the best victory we've had because there's no better stage. This is World Cup, the biggest stage of all, and and to beat Pakistan by one run, as you said, the modest total. I mean, you're gonna have to do everything right to defend that, and I think which we did. So for me, that's probably the best victory I've been part of with Zimbabwe. <laughs> Listen, sometimes it is like that. One guy who gets man of the match, but if you look at all of us, the way the way Williams bowled, the way Ryan bowled, bowled that one over, the way Garava, Mabunu, I mean, Blessing, and Brad, 
I mean, this could have gone to anybody and wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared less, but uh, most important goal was to win this game and which we've done that. It's quite nice to be to be here where the group is wide open now and not just wide open, that Zimbabwe's got a really good chance to achieve something. I'm not going to start looking or thinking about the semi-final. I'm going to take one game at a time and, and, and look at Bangladesh and take it from there. See. Simba, we can't take this win at all away from the Chevrons. Yes, Pakistan kind of let themselves down towards the end there. But it's not the result a number of Zimbabweans were expecting. This was incredibly well well held together mm-hmm. by the Chevrons right to the very last ball. Absolutely. I think it started off even in that um, Pakistan reply with a bit of a wobble at the beginning and then they cemented and some of the people that were watching there's a comment that I'll keep remembering saying is this not a trap people were kind of afraid mm. <laughs> to celebrate too soon because everything was pointing against you know um, Zimbabwe getting any sort of positive result and if you've been tracking it even online they've got this like percentage thing that they do at, yes, at every exactly. stage at no point did Zimbabwe actually look like they're going to win until those latter stages Mm-hmm. So when you're saying we can't take anything away from Pakistan, um, it's true. But a lot of that, I would say, is also to do with the way they were put under pressure by the way Zimbabwe kept bowling at them. Now, Pakistan, this is their second straight loss after their opening defeat to India. And when you're taking a look at this group, I don't think we expected Zimbabwe to be where it is at the moment. We got a little bit of help from the weather in that first one. But I think in the second game, the Chevrons showed that they're really here to play in the Super 12 and be competitive. Exactly. And it was also based on our, I would still say, our strongest facet in terms of the team, mm-hmm. the bowling. Yes. And then when you post that 120, that's probably the total that everybody was maybe expecting from a Zimbabwean batting lineup that keeps stuttering. But to then try and defend 120 against a team that's got that sort of lineup in terms of Pakistan is where everything then started to, uh, to come together. And for me, the mentality that it took for them to get there. Because oh, yeah. it's not, I think you can look at the last six months that we've had like wins against Australia, wins against India, wins against Bangladesh. But there have also been losses that have kind of reminded us, all. Oh, this is where we're supposed to be. But when you look at that lock table now, sitting in third position and having beaten one of the teams that we're expecting to have lost mm-hmm. to, right now we're probably looking at it, if we're being honest, said we've gone into the Super 12, that is achievement enough. Yes. Lose the first two and try and get something from the Netherlands and um, Bangladesh. Now we've got three points. Get anything from those two some people cautiously are thinking <laughs> of, a, of a semi-final, but maybe let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's been brilliant what Dave Houghton has done in his short tenure as the, um, as the head of that particular team. That free-flowing, um, attack-minded thing, I think, mm. is what all of them respond to, whether it's the batting that's stuttering, but even the bowlers as well. So um, Simba brings in Dave Ball there, which is what is being called on social media. <laughs> yeah. And you can see a revival in this team. We're seeing the players fight a lot more than we saw them fight I think in the in the last few years and it's in no small part due to the change in that coaching and Dave Houghton is showing us that when it comes to just mentally ensuring that this team is in the right place he's the best man for the job yeah man um, I remember when I woke up this morning that was my first thought that I cannot believe that we beat Pakistan Mm. it's such a monumental historic win and it's a permanent marker on our record as Zimbabwe that we did that at a World Cup so what is needed now is to build upon this and the foundation the mentality 
identity of the group, what you mentioned, Dave Bo, the belief that instilled in, in this team is absolutely incredible. And you see that belief goes a long way. And um, I think we've always wanted the Chevrons to be competitive, but now it's not, it's not only that they are competitive, they are now capable of winning matches. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking to myself, I haven't tweeted the, 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 the other day that imagine if we didn't lose wickets in chunks. Yes. If yeah. we sort of hold, held our nerve together more on the batting side, what what would be the possibilities of this team? And I, and I think it's it's a hurdle that we got to have to get past because that's still is a, a cause of concern. Because I remember yesterday we were we were going good guns at the mm-hmm. top of the order, mm-hmm. and then we just lost a chunk of wickets, and we're basically doing a recovery job yes. to make sure that we put something competitive on the table. So we need to tidy it up more with our batting. Our Bowling has shown consistently that it's quite solid and capable of holding it, it, its own, but there is still a cause for concern with the batting. And now, in this position where I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I didn't even for one, I didn't even give Zimbabwe one percent <laughs> chance of beating Pakistan. There was just no way. If you looked at the stats, if you looked at yeah, anything, historically as well. That's the beauty of sport that it can surprise you like that. And by one run, one run, one run you don't even hear in cricket all the time. So. Absolutely majestic win and one for the history books for sure. And Zimbabwe has another game on Sunday, Simba. Mm. Uh, we're taking on Bangladesh. Bangladesh um, managed to get a win over the Netherlands, but absolutely battered by South Africa. <laughs> and when you're taking a look at that performance and also just... Um, in recent memory, Zimbabwe has been managing to beat Bangladesh. So the Chevron's going to this confident. And you'd say even Bangladesh comes into this um, a little bit wary and a little bit battle-worn as well. Battle-worn as well. But I think, to be honest, these are the encounters that both sides, when they're looking at, okay, first thing is to get into that um, um, Super 12. And then afterwards, see which ones the teams we can pick out. Bangladesh mm-hmm. would also have been picking at Zimbabwe. Yeah. In the hope that Zimbabwe is coming into this maybe just carefree, saying we've already lost our first two um, encounters, so there's really nothing left to play for. Mm-hmm. But now that Zimbabwe's got that bit between the teeth, still undefeated, and is looking at actually piling on a bit more misery, I think they go in with recent, like you've mentioned, fresh memory of having beaten them recently. Yeah, in T20. And now it's also now about that ability to not only play the encounter but maybe start to play the tournament itself yeah, if you're going to lose make sure that you do not at all leave balls to be hit oh yeah bet out your entire innings because i think it might eventually get to that net run rate and even if we don't make it to the semi-finals each match each win that you're getting there's money that's coming into the coffers oh yeah there's difference in rankings and things like that and how many times have we looked at qualifying and said if only we had had a different ranking would have mm-hmm. gone a different route so people might look at it and think we are not in the top four eventually if we don't get to it but what they're doing now is actually building us a better route for future encounters and making us even attractive for those teams to come back and say when zimbabwe calls and says would you like to have a series with us rather than should we send our development side it's like <laughs> we've got a bone to pick with you because you embarrass us in the world Exactly. Can we bring our A team to you? Exactly. And um, just to add on, I was, I was looking at the Bangladesh media and um, many people have been saying that that series that we won against them, they believe that we only won because they didn't have their star players oh. and this time around, they will be up for it. But uh, with the way that they were absolutely demolished by South Africa, you'd see that, that their bowling attack right now is low on confidence. And I, th- I think something that's working in our favor are the conditions in Australia, mm. which yeah. are similar to the 
conditions in Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. I think we have some some magical time with with, with, with Aussie. We need to look deep into that. <laughs> and you've seen that our boys have acclimatized quite well. And going into this one, we actually go in as slight favourites <laughs> against Bangladesh. And like you're saying, we it was always going to be Netherlands or Bangladesh. We beat them, and then we'll see what we can get yes. from either Pakistan. Or, or India with South Africa it was always going to be hit and miss mm-hmm. and luckily we got a point against South Africa we've beat Pakistan and you think uh, so we're in prime position but again not to get too ahead of ourselves we're just in a really good position here let's take a look at your T20 World Cup weekend fixtures in group one New Zealand takes on Sri Lanka in group two Bangladesh versus Zimbabwe the Netherlands takes on Pakistan and it's India versus South Africa <laughs> <laughs> ZFM stereo is untouchable. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. The Castle Lager Premier Soccer League and one of the biggest matches in the country is on this weekend. Harari Giants Dynamos face mounting pressure as they seek to end a five-year winless jinx against traditional rivals Highlanders in a match set for the National Sports Stadium on Sunday. The Giants are set to clash in a low-stakes battle of Zimbabwe where only the bragging rights are on the table after the championship race was wrapped up last week by FC Platinum. Dimbare have not beaten their traditional rivals since 2017 when they were awarded the game in the boardroom on a 3-0 scoreline following trouble crowd trouble at Barberfields. Let's get the pre-match thoughts from Tondirain Diraya, coach of Dynamos, ahead of the match. Right, we're chickening. Still on second position. Of course, with an inferior goal difference. But uh, we we want to push the last three games. Dynamos is a team with lots of pressure. And that, that, is, that is public knowledge. Um, and I thought we, uh, the team has done so well this season um, to be in the position that, that we are, if you want to consider where we are coming from. Um, 2019, we were a different team. Um, 2020, there was, was no football. 2021, it was just those cup games. Um, and then this season, we pushed the way we have pushed. I'm happy. Happy, quite satisfied with what the boys have done so far. Of course, um, big team. Uh, results are, are always uh, expected. But if you if you ask me, we have done fairly well this season. So yeah, um, we are in a different position from where we were uh, in 2019. So yeah, there's so much progress uh, with the team, so much improvement, and I'm happy with the improvement. But of course, it's. Um, how you manage each and every game that you play. Our supporters want uh, three points in each and every game. Yeah, we try to do that, but uh, realistically, I think it's not, uh, it's not like that. Football doesn't work like that. See. If Tondera Indiraya was not the coach of Dynamos, he would probably be a PR manager in a corporate career because this man <laughs> can spin 
and can make you believe. Simba, he's talking there about um, the fact that they, the team has changed and that they've improved. But we all know the target for Dynamo's this season was that championship. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a reflection of where the battle of Zimbabwe sits at the moment. Mm-hmm. It used to be this top of the table. It was an incredible clash. The whole country looked forward to it. Even if you weren't necessarily a football fan, yes. you knew that there was a Highlanders and Dynamo's exactly. game that was coming up. But because these teams are now kind of, you know, a little bit further down the order, the, the battle doesn't have the the flavor that it used to. But nonetheless, coming into this, both of these teams still have a lot to fight for. A lot to fight for. I think the summation in the run into this uh, particular section was it's a, it's a low stakes. <laughs> and that summarizes it perfectly. Because even if they do win it, one of them is either cementing top four, the other one is trying to close the gap between first and second. But mm. there's no trophy to be done with this one. And back in the day, the reason why it eventually became Battle of Zimbabwe, even before independence and after that, is because there was always something that was being played for. Mm-hmm. Whether it's setting it up and maybe there's a cup tie that is going to come and things like that. So they've built the pedigree around it. But in the recent seasons, it really hasn't been anything that would actually make the whole nation stop and take notice. It was a sort of encounter that whatever the result was, even like you've mentioned, if you're not a fan of either of the teams, you knew that this is what is going to be talked mm-hmm. about the following week and sort of things. But this one, whatever really happens, I don't think is going to have the same sort of impact. Dynamo is experiencing patchy form at the moment, Alois. Um They've just come off a very strange and I'm going to say demoralizing defeat against Bulawa, your Chiefs, in the last game. They come into this. Tundera Indira has got a lot to prove and he definitely needs to pick up a win here. Yeah, because tomorrow is very low, especially with the fans. Mm-hmm. You know, when they start singing that song, for me, no, things are not well. You know, things are not well. So he needs to, he needs redemption. He needs to redeem himself. And obviously, there are a lot of other people that are already saying that who is going to be coaching Dynamo's next. Some of the play, some of the fans have already fired Tonde. You know, <laughs> so he, he he needs to he needs to do. You talked about he. His PR um, ability, you know, he needs that. He, he needs that spin. as well. He needs to spin something so that you know it can come together with a win. Because they definitely beating Islanders, yeah, it might be a lost text match, but remember, it's 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 always good to be to finish at number two. They are now fighting for number two with Chicken In. Mm. One of them is going to be number two, and unfortunately, there's no prize really. It's just the money difference. I don't think the difference is a lot <laughs> as well. Uh, if it was uh, still Champions League where we entered two teams, mm. you know, it was going to be a very very serious battle. Uh, now for second place but anyway but for Islanders I think they need to finish in top four why for their own assessment for their own improvement for them to look back and say look where we came from mm-hmm. we are now yeah we are now at number four so we are moving somewhere we're moving forward so for next it gives them the oomph to get into the next season you know a, a, a platform to start uh, to start to start on with, uh, for them uh, next season but for Dynamos it's more like that's where the pride is coming in. Mm-hmm. Dynamos is for pride and to beat Islanders 
it, it brings some some pride. But I, I still think that they're still fighting for second place yeah. uh, with Chigenin. So he needs that win as well because three games to go now mm. and it, it's not looking good. Mm. Sean, Alois brings in that dimension of um, Highlanders, they're running into next season now being very key, which is why yeah. these games, especially against the big teams like Dynamos, are very key. But they're missing a number of key players and that could have a very serious impact on this performance. Yeah, but to be honest, yes, they are missing key players, but um, I just don't have faith in Dynamos' ability to play. <laughs> and Highlanders oh, wow. have shown that they can play football. And I think what I mean by that, I'm, I'm actually talking about fashioning out chances and being able to attack and, and to score. And they always, they have a proactive approach as uh, opposed to Dynamos who have a very reactive approach, mm-hmm. waiting to sit, uh, to sit deep and hit on the counter. So because of that, I see Highlanders controlling this game and uh, and possibly winning it, even though they might be missing uh, Divine Mindirira, who has been in top form. We understand that um, goalkeeper Edio Sibanda uh, could be missing as well, Nobis Damasuk, as well as Mbogeni Nglovu. But they've got a lot of exciting players who can come in and uh, fill in the void. Uh, you've got players like that. Talento Mukuli, uh, Adrian Silla, who's, who's looking to revive his career, as well as Muzikwanle mm. Zlamini. So I'm not uh, too worried about Highlanders because even Alice mentioned it. They have Triangle and Gezi Platinum Stars breeding down their necks, and they know that a, a win against. Dynamos, who are your motor enemies, <laughs> will boost their top four chances. Yeah. So we have seen even the, the, the Independence Cup when these two teams go up <laughs> against each other. It doesn't matter what it is; they want to beat the other. And this team, and and whoever wins this match, the result will go a long way into um, painting a picture of what kind of season they will have the next season. So it's a, it's going to be a, a critical, important match for one of these two to bag all three points. Alice, you taking a look at the the, the playing styles, the coaching styles as well of these two coaches um, very different where is this match one for you uh, I, I agree with with, with Sean. Dynamos is unpredictable. We mm-hmm. we don't really know uh, what kind of uh, game they will come come to play. But for Highlanders, we know that they will play. Mm-hmm. They will they will play football, and they are not afraid to attack to go forward in attack. So for me, I think that's where Highlanders have got the edge. They've got the edge because they they're confident. They play good football. They will go forward, and for them, they are, they don't have a coach who is under pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one is under pressure. They just fighting to improve themselves. Whereas uh, Dynamos are fighting for their lives, for their pedigree, Jobs. for their job, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's 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 very critical. And not when we look at the for next season, like you mentioned, when I look at Highlanders. I can safely say they will keep 99.9% of the players mm-hmm. that they've got now. Yeah. They are going with the players into the next season. Mm-hmm. But for Dynamos, probably. 80% of these players won't be there <laughs> next season. So it's it's uh, it's uh, it's going to be jittering in the Dynamo's camp. They can win. It's, they're capable of winning. They can mm-hmm. spring results. But um, I'm giving this one to Highlanders. I just feel that Highlanders are playing football. They, they're looking forward to something. Their trajectory is, is going up. So I, I give I give it to them. The WhatsApp number in the studio, if you want to reach us, 0731-168-045. Dumbare fans, Highlanders fans, we want to hear from you. Simba, your prediction. Draw. Draw? <laughs> A scoring draw. A scoring draw. Okay. Uh, Sean? I'm going to go 3 1 Highlanders. Wow. Yeah. Sharks, guys. Okay, I'm going to go 2 1 Highlanders. 
and we don't agree so that works out fantastically <laughs> <laughs> let's take a look at the rest of your matches this weekend on Saturday that's tomorrow ZPC Kariba takes on Bulawayo City at Nyamunga Stadium that's a 1pm kickoff Harare City versus Wawa at the National Sports Stadium 3pm kickoff there Chicken Inn versus Caps United at Luveve FC Platinum takes on Yada at Mandava Stadium Black Rhinos versus Manika Diamonds at Vengere Stadium and Tenax versus Ngezi Platinum Stars at Sakuga Stadium on Sunday Cranbourne Bullets take on Triangle United at Vengere that's a 3 p.m. kickoff. Bulawayo Chiefs take on her rentals at Luveve Stadium at 3 p.m. And you need to be at the National Sports Stadium on Sunday at 3 p.m. where Dynamos takes on Highlanders. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Toria's super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Around the world in 60 seconds. International Sports News. Let's take, you, let's take you around the world in 60, starting in Mexico, where Red Bull's Mexican driver Sergio Perez says he was super proud his country had secured the extension of its Formula One race to 2025 and was determined to be the first home winner. Red Bull's Perez has won twice this season and Sunday will be another chance to celebrate with his home crowd after finishing third last year. In the United States, Tom Brady lost a third straight NFL match for the first time in 20 years as his Tampa Bay Buccaneers side went down 27-22 to 22 at home to Baltimore Ravens. The Buccaneers went into the match on the back of defeats by the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Carolina Panthers. Things not going well for Tom Brady and we understand that he could be getting a divorce as well. Ish, tough one. Week 8 in the NFL continues on Sunday. And in New Zealand, Sarah Hunter is set to become England's most kept player when she leads the team against Australia in the Rugby World Cup quarterfinal on Sunday. Hunter will earn her 138th cap and captain the side wearing the number 8 jersey with Alex Matthews and Mali Packer along her, uh, alongside her in the back row. So your quarterfinals for the Rugby World Cup is France versus Italy, the host New Zealand against Wales, England against Australia and then a North American derby. Canada taking on the United States of America. Lock, lock, it. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. We have a stream of messages, some of them with curse words at us. Violence. <laughs> They're coming in. The number is 0731-168-045. Um, first message here, Hans Mpumbele Lombangwa went Peter Drury on us. That's mm. Godfrey and Greendale. Mm. I've never seen a video of a commentator circulate social media mm-hmm. as much as that video. True. And I think when you then see it wasn't just being liked or appreciated by Zimbos. Just that whole cricketing fraternity actually started to embrace it as the moment. And I think it just added that big, thick layer of gloss on a really historic moment for mm. Zimbabwean sport in general. But to have a Zimbabwean also oh, yeah. comment, calling those calls. And you could see, I think it just came full circle for him. Former player has also had his Chevron's career, yeah. is flying the flag really high in terms of being a commentator as well. And to be there at this particular moment, all the things just align. Perfect. Not to mention that he speaks very well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Top salad. <laughs> <laughs>
Another message. This one is from Ruben Kwablawayo. Good evening, sports news masters. Wow, okay. I'm enjoying the show. Viva la Chevron's Viva. Timino Dadisai. And we haven't seen these messages in a long time. We've got a lot of... There hasn't been much to celebrate. There hasn't been much to celebrate. And cricket fans, I think, around uh, the country and around the world, in fact, are really happy. Guys, we need Mbuyaneanda to come through for us against India. I'm sure we have enough to get past the Netherlands and Bangladesh. A semi-final qualification is no longer impossible now. I think I agree with that one. Quick question. Why is Chaka... I'll ask you this one, Sean. Why is Chakaba a permanent fixture in this team? The guy has shown us over a long time that he can't bat. Do we really not have a replacement? I shivered with yesterday's win. I hope it boosts their confidence. Well done, Chevron. Uh, This is a question that... um uh, when you're analyzing cricket, you do struggle with uh, the the selection of Regis Chakava. But what I've come to realize that with Chakava, it's more of the intangibles, number one. So these are his leadership qualities, how he galvanizes the team and how mm-hmm. he brings everyone together. He is part of that leadership core in the Chevrons. And the other thing is that in terms of wicket keeping, mm. his skills love, are really good. Oh, yeah. Because yesterday there was a moment where he kind of fumbled the ball during the <laughs> run out, but it was very quick to pick it up and uh, and, 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 and uh, stump the batsman out. So I would say, and even the phenomenal catch that he made um, off um, uh, where there was a top edge. So he's a very skilled w- wicket keeper and on uh, once in a blue moon and uh, the stars are light he really <laughs> scores some runs as well so I think sometimes one of those players who who's an added benefit to uh, the side even though they might not contribute where we want them to and with them it's with the runs and that's what we're missing at the moment Chester in Bulawayo is having a really good go at us lots of laughing emojis he says ZFM sport team is awful with predictions <laughs> I thought you guys are just bad at predicting football but seems Nick Cricket here no, but let's be honest. How many people have predicted that exactly. we win against Pakistan? Exactly. You guys want to come out now? And, yeah, that we and won. to be honest, if you had predicted that we're going to win, then the whole element of it being as epic as it was, exactly. it kind exactly. of d- d- dilutes it. Exactly. Hi, guys. Cricket That's Ramsey for Tinwolf. Uh, Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> So rude, Scotland. so rude. I love this message. Pakistan was secunderized by the Chevronics. That was super. It's from Sekuru Bobby in Caledonia. Ah, nicely put there. Um, I've seen this uh, something about this around this discussion on social media quite a bit as well, and not just with Zimbabweans. It says a good result for Zimbabwe, but I'm disappointed with the ICC for allowing Australia to host the tournament in the rainy season. We're losing blockbuster matches mm. because of that. That's Tawanda Matara from. East I, 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 I get that but I think there's one element of it being rainy season and then another element of it being completely freak of nature I think there's some tropical something that's happening and you really can't really predict yeah. when yeah, these will happen. So like that. if anyone would cares to notice all of these ICC events I actually I agreed like years before so you can't then be looking at where in the world is there going to be a good and conducive weather system so that we can have these so Australia had already started making the investments into hosting this and then we were, they were just hoping that this doesn't happen. Now it's happened, but yeah. What I do force them though is that they don't have any reserve days. So I wish That's they had that. They, yes. they, they yeah. need to have some type of contingency yes, because yes. today England and Australia washed out and that was going to be oh, a maybe, maybe move with time to, to, to build stadium with a roof and play. 
Yeah, that then means that, that well. then means that you're only going to rotate the World Cup of between course, two countries. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the tournament that we want. We'll it's not like, it like calf where we say we give it to a small nation so that you can develop. No, <laughs> we, we, we want the blockbuster. We want the blockbuster. Give it to the developed one. We'll just be in Mumbai. Get it going. Because everywhere else is. Can I'm sure that we just we just stay there. I'm not just in a roof in Zimbabwe. Why do I'm sure that we'll come back? Wimbledon has a roof. The French Open has a roof. Yeah, where the proof yourselves. That's the route they should go. Hi, ZFM team. Don't jinx us against Bangladesh. Keep picking against the chevrons so we can keep the winning streak going. That's from Silas. But we have a rule on the show. Well, mm-hmm. it's not a rule, but just a general a hoodoo thing at ZFM Sports. Mm-hmm. If we, if ever you hear us say a prediction and everyone agrees, yeah. that is not the way the match is going to go. That's a rule. If you're, if you're a ZFM Sport <laughs> listener, you know this. If we all agree... It's not going to work out. Another message. Yeah, lots of messages for the for the Chevron. This one is from Matthew Batsy in Chinoy. The sport, this team, this nation. I'm out of words. Congrats to the Chevrons. I can't believe what Brad Evans did in that final over. I think mm. it's now time to the cricket world stops calling Zimbabwe minnows. I think this is the best squad in Zimbabwe cricketing history. Since let me get your thoughts. Mm-mm. Have we turned a corner? You have to say it. Yes, we have turned a corner. I just wanted to say to that best cricketing team. Ever, because the, the the teams that have gone before this actually had players that would consistently be featured in their individual capacities in the top ten. What this yeah. team has managed to do, like we're saying, in terms of turning a corner, is that in these last six or so months, they've not only become competitive, but like what Sean said, started to actually put wins and in impressive wins at that. It will really then become get out of that minnow basket if then it becomes more of a trend. Right now, we have a purple patch that continues to extend beyond just a few months. That's where we are at as a I country. I mean, there was a team with uh, Andy Flower, exactly. Grant Flower, Henry Yes, the simplest thing I can say from this particular squad, who of these guys has put together a CV of sorts that will get them into the Hall of Fame? Good question. Yeah. Let's get over to the footy. Anze ha mainyanira Dimbare. Saka Dimbare three, Highlanders one. Um Dindadaro. Dindadaro that's Josh Matsuyanga. Your your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on ZFM Sport. We're going to start off in South Africa. Kaiser Chiefs head coach Arthur Zwane has urged his players to avoid listening to the outside noise and to focus on the game ahead of the Soweto Derby tomorrow. This will be Zwane's first Soweto Derby as coach and with it being a sold-out crowd for the first time since the COVID-19 pandemic, he's hoping the occasion won't get to his players. Let's hear from him. Everything comes to you and stands still in the, you know, in the country. So, yeah, I, for one, being there as a player and now as a coach, you know, it's a, it's a privilege. But also knowing very well uh, the responsibility on our shoulders uh, to go out there and obviously uh, 
guys know and uh, make sure that also our people who have been supporting us through the campaign will make them happy. Z. Now, Amakosi sit in fifth place, one point behind their opponents. And this is another derby, a very big derby. We won't talk about the other derby that we talked about on this side of the Limpopo. Yeah. But this is a massive derby. And I think an especially important derby for Arthur Zwane, who needs to prove a point in regards to his coaching at Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, he needs it. Uh, he needs it because he, at the moment, is very, not, not very consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs is a big team. I think they are the, the most supported team in, in South Africa. But uh, for, for, for this game, I think it has come at a time when uh, both are not that bad. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the, the high stakes in the game, the season has just started. They need to keep winning so that they can actually challenge for the league. The league is still open. You see, that's the yeah. beauty of this. The league is still open. They still have another second round match. That they, so they, one, they are, each of each of the team wants to get one over the other at the beginning so that they can build uh, momentum going forward. But uh, like you say, that this is a, this is gonna be a houseful. And to be honest, this, uh, this South Africans are proud of their league. They can, you can actually have an EPL match on the same day. They won't watch yeah. it. Mm-hmm. They'll be watching this one if on TV. The viewership exactly. of this for this match is massive. Mm-hmm. It's out of this world. So this is a very very important uh, match uh, for for others. One, especially his first derby. You know, people are not yet convinced yeah. that mm-hmm. he is the man for the job. So he has got a lot of work to do. He needs to be consistent. And I still believe that his job is not safe as long as he doesn't keep a consistent. Uh, uh, a, a consistent run, uh, run, run mm-hmm. of wins. He is not because he can win three, four, and when he loses one, then they go back again. Yeah. Ah, he's not. So you <laughs> need a very long, maybe a 15 game unbeaten run. That's what that's what he needs. But it's very difficult to do it, especially now that the South African teams are very strong. Anymore. Yeah. Speaking of strong teams, uh, Pirates as well. They're coming into this as slight favourites, Simba. Um, mm-hmm. They've got consecutive wins, Golden Arrows. Mamelodi Sundowns, yeah. which caused ah. a lot of trouble. So they're coming in very high of co- on their confidence, and exactly. their coach uh, Jose Rivera as well. I think is going into this quite confidently. But the Soweto Derby is like any other derby. Yep. It is at the end of the day a derby. Mm-hmm. It is a derby, and yes, I guess I I, I, I agree with that. That pirates are with that slight advantage and then we then start throwing all the other cliches about form doesn't matter all of that sort of stuff <laughs> what i couldn't understand from arthur's one though is i'm hoping this is just part of the pr guff when he's telling his players don't listen to the outside noise and then in the next breath saying this is the match that the whole country stops at the standstill how are the players supposed <laughs> to insulate themselves from that so I don't the think there's a temple yeah, from the entire country. I think it's a matter of how do you embrace that and then channel it in a way that actually gives you a positive result. Because if you're trying to shy away from how big this match is, then clearly you have no idea or an appreciation of exactly what you're <laughs> supposed to be doing. Yeah, definitely. Because these, uh, the, the magazines, the uh, the media, everything, everything, everything is pointing there's this, towards There's this little football magazine, football newspaper that, that is called Laduma. Mm-hmm. Every football player reads it. Huh? It's not little anymore. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's small. It's like small, not little. Yeah, it's small. Every player reads yep. that paper. Every, I, I'm telling you, the, on 
Wednesday, every player buys that paper because that's a football paper. Before you check with social media. Yes, before you check social media, you want mm-hmm. to read letters. You can get them as pictures and everything. So the derby for the past two weeks, another the front page. It's only tuned that out. I know it's not possible. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna throw something in the mix, and I think that's the case that Chiefs uh, conundrum at the moment. Yeah. So in their last match, it was a draw. The game before that, uh, they lost, and I would say um, that's when Kamabilia came back. But when he was injured, three games before that, they all won them without Kamabilia. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> so they didn't have to tell us. Go shop. Where are you going? Ah, yeah. yeah. They. So with Kama right now, mm-hmm. Zwan is is desperately trying to find a way for him to be in the team, and I think he's upsetting the balance because of his poor form. That's strong. Strong, you're hitting us low key. No, I, I, I think assessed in the core part of the day, you do have a point. However, when you then look at what Kaiser Chiefs also did, I think was it the MTN eight yeah. losing to Amazulu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the things that you are now looking at, like at Arthur's one, and thinking they, they if, didn't necessarily lose, though. But yes, yeah, okay, those were draws. Oh, sorry, yes, performances that you're looking at going into a derby. We are now looking at we don't have the form. Do I then buck to the pressure of a star player who can handle the occasion and maybe deliver something? Because, yes, for as much as the statistics will look and point to they're getting results without him. Can they consistently now write him off and say, look, we are better off without Kamabiliad? There's a message here. Anzikum Zansi Futi, Chiefs 2, Pirates 1. And Billiard with one goal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> remember these things that it once happened with, uh, with uh, Tottenham Hotspur. When Harry Kane was out, they were winning matches. And now, like, ah, they are winning without Kane. So, yeah, they don't need to know they need Kama. They need Kama just like Spurs need need Harry Kane. Yes. All right, gents, let's head into the English Premier League. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy, and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Manchester United have started to hit serious form under Eric Ten Hag and will be looking to carry that momentum into Sunday's latest Premier League matchup against West Ham. After stuttering start to his tenure, Ten Hag roused English football's sleeping giant. Let's get the pre-match thoughts from him. On Sunday, there's a better quality. Uh, they defend even better. Uh, physical better, they are, uh, technical better. So... Um, uh, that uh, that's going to be uh, going to be tough, and we have to be really good on the ball, be really dynamic, especially to find gaps. Uh, we are aware of that, and then you have to be good because they have good counters. Uh, so from there on, it was a good warm up. But Sunday will be much more tougher. We are aware of that. But I don't have a Europe team, or I don't have a Premier League team. Huh? It's about um, um, I look to the opponent. What we need against such opponents. Now I have to focus me on Newcastle, of Newcastle on West Ham United for Sunday, and then we will uh, yeah, pick the team to start, but also to to have Plan B or Plan C uh, um, in the pocket to to win that game. And that is what we need finally uh, to win games. Z.
Simba, in your Manchester United jersey, mm-hmm. I just need everyone to know you're a fan before I ask you this. Chamuke Reginij. Achisat. Wow. Achisat. Achisat Chamuka. Because I think it depends on what we are defining as Kumuka. Similar to how we've blasted uh, Stanza and President Timbari to say the target has been set so high. Mm-hmm. For ma, it will be it will be tragedy for me if we are looking at a Manchester United that is in fifth place and saying based on the fact that we haven't had a loss maybe in the last six matches except for that horrendous Manchester City result and then say that now is the template for us saying Tamuka. I think what we are wanting is to get to a point where towards the end of the season we're in contention across the board. Then for me I can start to say Chamuga. For now we're just coming out of the relief of those first three matches were <laughs> really bad. It was yeah. now looking like the wheels continue to come off. He's galvanized the squad. There's a bit of form going forward. He's done it without some of the uh, major people from the previous season. Mm-hmm. So it looks like it's now a foundation that can be built on. And West Ham, Alois, on the other side of the spectrum, they have basically flooded to deceive this season. They've lost half of their 12 matches so far. Um, but they have an experienced coach in David Moyes, and they could be able to come out of this with a decent enough result. But Manchester United, definitely the favourites in this one. Yeah, uh, I think uh, West Ham are not uh, playing as well as they were playing last season. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, they are now... Keep it locked on to CFM Stereo. Uh, coming out to trouble Manchester United. To be honest, uh, I should mm-hmm. Manchester United. I said, but there are signs mm-hmm. that this is heading towards uh, a good uh, a good direction. The team is playing well. You can feel the energy uh, of the players. They want it, and I'm I'm also enjoying the way he's handling the Cristiano Ronaldo issue. <laughs> He's a, he's a genius. Premier League weekend fixtures remaining. Leicester City versus Manchester City. Bournemouth takes on Tottenham Hotspur. Brighton will be up against Chelsea. Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Liverpool takes on Leeds United. Maybe they'll pick up a win. Arsenal against Nottingham Forest. And that big one, Manchester United versus West Ham. Quick look at La Liga. Cadiz takes on Atletico Madrid. Real Madrid versus Girona. Atletico, Atletico Club versus Villarreal. Real Sociedad versus Real Betis. And Valencia takes on Barcelona. Barcelona. In Serie A, the big ones, Napoli takes on Sassuolo, Lecce versus Juventus, Torino versus AC Milan, and Inter Milan will be hosting Sampdoria. In the Bundesliga, Bayern Munich takes on Mainz, RB Leipzig versus Bayer Leverkusen, Eintracht Frankfurt versus Borussia Dortmund, Union Berlin versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. If you're taking a look at the trio that is somehow besties now, that's at <laughs> Paris Saint-Germain, they are away at, they are hosting Troyes. All right, so I guess we're done. We're done. Uh, we're Is he going to do it? Uh, <laughs> so for now, <laughs> that's, that's what's up. up. <laughs> and it's Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station.
Hi, this is Mike Madod and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.